Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Rico back at it again. It's Friday night. I got a little remix for you, boy. Hey, watch out. Uh, it's Friday like that, baby. Let's go. It's the dog days of the off-season, but we got some heat for you today. We got some updates for you today, and we got some recaps. Your boy was busy last weekend, man. And there's a lot of footage that's going to be coming out to you guys, so stay tuned. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics and the official Bills podcast of Fan Sighted. Let's go. You guys are looking for your stuff. If you don't want to do the YouTube thing, save your bandwidth. Jump on that fan side, man. Everything is right there for you. Let's go. Folks, let's go, man. We got some things to talk about. It's OTAs. Should you be there? Do you need to be there? Do the big dogs need to be there? That's always been, it's an age-old question. I don't got to be there, do I? I'm a star. What do I need to be there for? But they say that's when your team is best built in the offseason, right? That's when we're all building towards something special. So here we are in the offseason, and there's some players that are missing. Well, I'm going to tell you one player that's missing that a lot of people are kind of, well, I kind of surprised. I'm not surprised, if you will. And that's Jordan Port. Jordan Poyer, um, I mean, rightfully so. He's seeking a new deal. And, uh, I mean, you got to preserve yourself. You got to preserve yourself. My man, Ron, 26 Ron Megan says, yo, what mix is that? Actually, that's my that's from my guy, Austin Mills. If you guys don't know who Austin Mills is, yo, go check out Austin Mills. That boy got fire. Hiya! But here we go, folks. OTAs. It's a, it's a, it's a tough time to, to when you're coming off of a, a rough loss. In the in the AFC, you know, what I'm saying divisional round game, and you lose to the Chiefs. Obviously, we know what happened. You want to try to get your get right, get everybody back in the building. But do they need to be? And that that's a that's a big debate because there's some players that are not in OTAs from other teams, and people are like, "Well, we're supposed to be getting back together, and you sitting here doing whatever." Just because these players don't show up to OTAs doesn't mean they're not working, right? Doesn't mean they're not working. They're working their tail off with a specialist per se, or they're trying to get their body right. It's just, it's a long season. If I can preserve myself as long as I can before I get into camp where I need to be there, I'll be there. Now, if you're a second year, third year player, get your ass to camp. But if you're an eight-year, nine-year, ten-year vet, fam, we've been doing this. I know how to keep 
my body right. I know exactly what goes on around these times. Plus, we're going to be back there for mini camp, then back again for training camp. And you know how that goes. But here we are. Now, before I get uh, into anything, folks, I don't know if you guys are early on fantasy. I kind of I kind of do want to talk about fantasy talk today, but I don't know if you guys are early on this fantasy stuff. Right. But if if you're if you're deep into fantasy where you're like, listen, this this elementary stuff where you're just drafting Snake League and every year it's a new team is. What about Dynasty? Have you ever have you ever heard of Dynasty? Have you ever thought of, man, I kind of want to go through the motions, right? What the true cap is like. I want to be the GM of my team. If you're interested, boy, do I got something for you. Check this out. You've never experienced fantasy football quite like this. Unlike the other fantasy football platforms, Dynasty Owner uses real NFL salaries and salary cap, bench scoring, clutch scoring systems, and a variety of other options to make Dynasty Owner unlike any other fantasy football experience you've ever had. Do you have what it takes to be the best Dynasty Owner in the league? Download the Dynasty Owner app on the App Store or Google Play today to find out. That's simple. Now, I haven't dabbled yet. I haven't dabbled yet. But it's because, I mean, I, I, run, I run a league right now, and I've got a full, you know, we have a barrage of people. And, and, I, and there's some people that are okay with being in three or four or five leagues. I feel like you're stretching yourself thin. You're stretching your, yourself thin to your team. You feel me? So I've, I've gone with the two or three team leagues a year. But I was like, nah, let me just scale it down. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a commissioner of one league, and it's, and it's a pretty fire league. So, but... This dynasty is something that I'm I'm actually like, man, I need to show that I can I can do it. Like, you know, me watch the cap, who's getting drafted, all that good stuff. So if you guys haven't done that, yo, jump on that dynasty league is fire. Right. So just wanted to get that out the way. Big dynasty. My man Pierre the Kingpin is a dynasty owner right now. So if you were yo, hit Pierre up because I think he's got a I think he's got some room on his squad right now. So uh let's go. So before I get into it, folks, I, I need to. We were talking about OTAs, but let me let me pause on the OTA talk for just a second. I joined a uh, Twitter Spaces today, and uh, shout out to my man Silas Whittle. I don't know if Silas is in the building today, but he probably will be later on. If not, all good. And my man Lashawn, they were hosting a uh, a Spaces, and uh, former NFL lineman uh, Damian Woody was in the chat as well and this chat was about afc east and you know what i'm saying hearing other teams talk about their team and how they they match up if you will and i found something very interesting about dolphins fans jets fans patriots fans were silent <laughs> there wasn't anybody you know we represent the Patriots because i mean right now the patriots nobody knows about the patriots right now i'm not going to say that they're going to be absolutely horrible but if you were to talk to my man Zbot, Zbot says they're going to be absolutely dog shit. Okay, but I'm looking at this at this AFC East and and more so fans, right? Fans of the team, and boy, are they just prideful. And I'm like, I'm wondering, were we have were we this ridiculous when we weren't a winning franchise? Did we say every year that we're gonna be we're gonna push the Patriots? Knowing who we had on the squad, knowing that we had EJ, EJ Manuel, were we like, we're going to, I hope you guys know, find footage of me saying, we're going to kill it. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, were we that good? And all of a sudden, we, Rico, is this you? 
we're going to kill it this year with EJ Manuel. But for real, were we that ridiculous as, as Bills fans? Sometimes we, we don't get out of our own way. And I'm listening to some of these, uh, these fan bases, and they talk about their team, and boy, are they confident. Now, some Jets fans, they're tempering their, their expectations, but a lot of them are not, right? But today wasn't about the, the Jets, per se. It was more so about the Dolphins. And Damian Woody was in the building, and there was a few things he had to he he wanted to to get off his chest. And he said he kind of, he asked a question. He says the Bills have been kind of you know I mean they're the team of the AFC East, all right? You gotta you gotta really beat the Bills to you know what I mean to to really be something. Somebody yo Pierre talk about one hundred percent. We really thought Trent Edwards was the next one. Yo, I was on that Trent Edwards train. Watch out. Trent Edwards, third-round draft pick. He's going to be that guy. You guys are sleeping on him. Adrian Wilson had something to say about that. Uh, Adrian Wilson enters the room. No, sir, sit your ass down. But anyway, I digress. So Damian Woody asked a question. He said, hey, man, this is all for the, the Dolphins fans in here. I need to ask this question. What is it that that you guys feel that makes you guys – so confident that you guys can run with the Bills. Like, what is it that makes you guys feel like you guys have closed the gap and you guys can run with the Bills? And I was like, that's a great question. But why is it? What is it and why is it that you guys feel that you guys can run with the Bills and really compete with the Bills? Now, let's not, let's not get it twisted. They, they did add some, some great pieces, right? You got Armstead. Armstead is now a Dolphin. They, 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 they've upgraded the line. They've got some good pieces on the defensive line. They've got some solid corners, some solid safeties. They really revamped that receiver room. They revamped that running back room. They brought in Raheem Mostert. They got Sonny Michelle now. So, like, different ball game. They don't have what they had last year. But the one thing that remains is your quarterback with a new head coach that is unproven, right? We've seen coordinators go from coordinator to head coach and have an awful time, and there's been vice versa. The one thing that stands out for the Bills that have us with, uh, with a, at least in a successful team is the continuity within the coaching staff. Not a lot of turnover. And if we, if we have done some turnover, we've turned over the weak part of our offense and we've brought in some strength so we've actually gotten stronger in my opinion what did the dolphins do exactly they lost on head coach and defensive coordinator flores solid he's at yeah that defense rolling and they bring in an offensive coordinator as a coach excuse me, not offensive coordinator rb coach i think it was an rb coach or a receiver coach i don't know what he was but they bring him again and the floor is yours, Dolphins fans. So Damian Woody's like, what do y'all got? So one player was like, well, listen, you know what I'm saying? We brought in the, the, the speed and we brought in this and our, our defense is, is revamped and the line is going to be getting after it. And all those things are true. The receiver room, Cedric Wilson, and we got Jane Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill and all those things are true. He voided mentioning the quarterback talk, right? He said everything that sounds great, but you got to talk about your quarterback because that's the needle 
that's what moves the needle is your quarterback. And he refused to. And you know me, I can't, I can't let that slide. I said, hold on a second. That was a lot, a whole lot of fluff. And I got in there. I got, I had to get in there. That's a whole lot of fluff. And, and sometimes you just got to, I don't want to say check certain fan bases, but you got to. And here comes Jets fans in there talking about the Jills. The Toronto Jills. Guys, get the four Super Bowl. Like, is is old. It's old news. Like, come up with something. I mean, the last five years, let's talk about something. You feel me? Anyway, if you guys haven't been able to join these faces, they're actually comical. It's actually very comical. But shout out to Damian Woody for coming in. And he sat there for a good hour and a half just chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I found that very interesting. Now, he did ask a question to Bills fans. And he goes, what's up with the Bills fans being so confident, so confident, yet they get absolutely trampled on by the Colts and Jonathan Taylor? What the heck is up with that? And then you go out and put a stinker against the Jags. And furthermore, you barely got away with beating the the Jets, what, a year ago? You guys... Didn't even put any touchdowns up. It was all field goals. Like, what was up with that? And now there were a lot of Bills fans in there. So I'm like, let me let me jump in on this. And I had to I had to explain it to them. I was like, every year, every team in the NFL has that one game. Also has that one team, excuse me, that one team that they struggle against, right? And for us, that one game. <laughs> well, that was the Jags game. You know, nine, t- nine times, like listen, 10 times out of 10, we should be able to beat that team. I mean, they nine times out of 10, they got that one. Technically, that doesn't happen. But sometimes we need those games to kind of say, okay, shake the cobwebs off, get it together, let's get going. But I'm like, everyone and every team has that. Let's cycle back. Week one, Jameis Winston throws for five touchdown passes against the freaking Packers with Aaron Rodgers, and they absolutely get blown out. Does that happen 10 times out of 10, nine times out of 10? Hell no. The Packers would usually wax the freaking Saints, but it happens. It happens. Oh, well, that's a good point. I, I, I get that. Everybody does have that. I'm like, that, that's the facts. Saints fans didn't like that. Oh, they got another feelings. Whoa, how are you going to talk about that, Rico? Because <laughs> what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't understand that. But the fact of the matter is this. Every team has that. So going into this year, these Bills versus the Jets, these Bills versus the Dolphins, these Bills versus the Patriots, we need to make sure that we are the cream of the crop and we wax and destroy these very teams to show to show dominance for years to come. We need to be the Patriots. That When the Patriots dominate that, that's what we need to be, straight up. We can't let them try to think they got something on us. Until they change quarterbacks, the Dolphins, we 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 gonna wait for you. The Jets, we still we the jury's still out. Fantastic draft, fantastic draft, but the jury's still out. That's all. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it at that. And the Patriots, I mean, we know we know everything about the Patriots. We know what's good. They're 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 a mess over there. They're a mess over there. Uh, I got a, a question coming from Wario and Wall Wario Waluigi show. Uh, I says Rico. Many people are having uncertainty views um, 
Hoyer. What do you think the outcome will be like? Let me tell you about this Poyer situation. Poyer has every right to seek a new deal. He does. And if anybody tells you different, they're tripping. He's earned the right to actually to at least sit at the table and sit and chat with with front office, Brandon Bean. I mean, the guy that holds everything together. He's earned that right. Now, Jordan Poyer still has, what, two years left on his deal? So at this point, I don't have to negotiate anything with you. You are still under contract. Especially because you have what? I think he's got two years left. Now, one year left on your deal. Okay, now we got to figure something out. Let's not let let's not let you go into, you know what I'm saying, uncertainty. Because now price might go up. So we, we want to be able to mitigate that situation and try to get something done sooner than later because the price will go up. We did a fantastic job by getting the job done, excuse me, with Trey White. Trey White, we got that deal done. And then what? What days later? Was it a week later? A contract was signed. It was like the highest paid con. We got ourselves a great deal with, I mean, a solid, wealthy deal with Trey White. And since then, there's been other guys that have gotten paid more money. So we did it at the right timing. Josh Allen, right timing. He's paid up. He's paid extremely well, handsomely. But there's other quarterbacks that are that are coming up that are going to get paid. Lamar Jackson is going to get paid. Deshaun, you just saw what happened with Deshaun Watson. So the, these boys are getting money. So sometimes it's, it's good to get a deal done sooner than later. Poyer, on the other hand, has earned it. Now, what is going up against Poyer is he hasn't dissipated in, 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 in his play. His play is still solid. But what they will play is the age. Well, you are over 30. So us giving you a multi-year deal i don't know if we're in the realm to do that so maybe play out your deal so in my opinion and this is my opinion alone i think poyer went about this the right way by saying hey let's talk about it let's do let's do what we got to do the minute Diggs got his deal that's when you started seeing okay what the heck is going on and all of a sudden he's like okay y'all want to play hardball cool let me let go of my your previous representatives and let me go get a shark in drew rosenhaus now drew rosenhaus comes in and you know he's about that business right so what poyer's done is he's removed himself from the equation i this is just me speculating here this is just me just kind of shooting off the top with the way the bills do their stuff there's a lot of you know personable relationships right so maybe there was phone calls between Poyer and they were talking amongst themselves. And it was good until Diggs got his deal. And now Poyer's like, you know what? I'm done talking with you guys personally. It's not personal. I'm going to let my agent do all the talking. So all that dirty stuff that goes on between or the back and forth, I don't have to be involved. I let my, my agent do that because I'm done with that stuff. So when my deal's ready, let's talk. So this is going to be a draw the line in the sand 
I mean, that's what's happening right now. Draw the line in the sand, and what are you going to do, Poyer? Because the player, the coach is like, yo, you got to, you got to, you're under contract. And with the way this this squad is going, we're trying to make a run. Like this is this is the squad. We just revamped the defensive line. We freaking revamped the linebacking crew by drafting, you know, Bernard. We got ourselves. I mean, we this is an, this should be an exciting year with a huge tandem of a safety tandem in Poyer and Hyde. So Hyde, excuse me, Poyer's like business is business. It weakens us. It weakens us. And let's keep it real. It weakens us. I'm not. I'm not hating on Jaquan Johnson. I'm not hating on. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm hating on freaking uh, Demar Hamlin. It's just what it is. So very interesting. And let's keep it real. If you look at who we drafted, two players have been. There's been their name has been. I mean, floating around at dual type of players. This player could play safety in Bentford. This player could play safety in Bernard. Who knows how that's going to play out? But I'm I'm clearly paying attention to this whole Paul year situation. Is it going to get ugly? I hope not. I don't think Bills fans want this to get ugly. I don't think Brandon Bean wants this to get ugly. But this is the ugly side of the NFL, the business side. And for this reason, it's hard to see Poyer biting the bullet and saying, all right, I'm going to just play this out and I'm out next year. But this is, this is where he, this is where he's the most, if he's going to get his money, this is the, this is the time that he's at the most, the highest out of his peak. He's at the highest peak right now to get the maximum amount of money because of what, what kind of year he had last year. And this is where he should get his money, right? Let's just say he goes in and plays and has a down year. It'll just prove the point of Brandon B saying you're on the other side of 30. It only goes down from here typically. So he's like, well, before it goes down, I want to get paid, which I don't blame him for. It's a, it's a, it's a dirty side of the, it's a dirty side of the business. I'll tell you. And um, this situation could solve itself by getting, getting, just getting that deal done. But I can't see Poyer sitting there saying, all right, so you guys want to talk about not, you know, I mean, having multiple years on my contract, but then Diggs just got paid and he had multiple years on his contract and he just got paid. What about me? So I don't want to say fair is fair, but two different positions, two different players, you want to protect your quarterback. And by how you protect your quarterback is by building around the team, right? Giving your quarterback weapons and you got to give him his ultimate weapon. And that's Stefan Diggs. You got Demar Hamlin that it can be has been has been uh, you know what I'm saying slated to be you know what I mean a, a nice little replacement for whenever these guys get it you know what I mean get long in the tooth if you will. So is it going to happen sooner? Is Demar Hamlin chomping at the bit to say, hey, here's my opportunity? Is Poyer killing himself by doing that? If he takes stays out and Hamlin gets in and starts you know what I mean establishing himself, is there less leverage for him? It's so, it's it's a weird game, man. It's a weird situation to be in. It's a, it's a, an iffy situation to be in, but here we are. Here we are. So that's my take on Poyer. Is it a, is it a shitty situation to be in? Absolutely. Do I, do we want to get things done ASAP? Of course, but that business gets in the way money talks. And if they give them enough money where it's like, Hey, you good with this? 
all right, let's play. I'm good. That's all I wanted, man. I want my money. I want to be secure. I want to stay with Buffalo. I want to retire Buffalo Bill. Let's go. But we also know that the name of the game, you know what I'm saying, is to kind of keep things, you know what I mean, in the right price range for certain players. You know, that's how Brandon Bean, value is big for Brandon Bean. If you give me the value that I need, I'm going to pay you what you deserve, right? Will we get the value in what we need out of our new pass rusher in Von Miller? Well, sometimes you got to pay up in free agency. <laughs> that's a whole different ball game. But for the guys that are on your team, you want to be able to take care of them. So will Brandon Bean take care of, of Jordan Poirier this year? Soon to find out. We will find out very soon. By the way, shout out to my man, Randy Bobandy. What's up, Randy? Randy comes in with a super chat. You know what I'm sure Show me some love. I think those are two beers, popcorn, and some football. Let's go, man. That's how, that's how I like it. That's your Friday night, baby. Friday night. Get your popcorn, get your beer, and let's talk some football. Let's go, man. Um, John DeFazio says, Yo, Rico, you know Poirier is doing the right. He's doing it right and deserves it. Just by the way, McDermott responds to questions about him. It's He is. Like, listen, you can't hate on Poirier. There's no way anybody can hate on Poirier. He's not a problem to the team. He's not a diva. He's, not a, he's none of those things, man. So those those things should matter when it comes to someone sitting down at the table and getting something done. So I'm hoping that uh, these two can uh, find the the happy medium and uh, and and come to, you know what I'm saying, somewhere where they feel like this is the right price for you. This is the right price for me. You good with that? You good with that? All right, cool. Forget about who's the highest paid in the league. Forget about that. I don't I don't think. I mean, obviously. Agents, I, I don't remember where reading this, but age, um, the owners, GMs, excuse me, more GMs per se, they look at benchmarks. I think Brandon Beans has, has even mentioned this before. They look at benchmarks. Okay, so here's where this player is, and here's what this player is getting paid. Okay, so here's what you've done. Here, okay, so where where do you feel you need to be? Cool. Here's where I think you need to be. All right, so where can we meet? That's how it's going to go. Forget about who's the highest paid. I need to be here. Here's where I see your value. Where do you value yourself? Okay, so that's where you value yourself? That high? I don't see it that way. So this is where we're going to, this ain't going to work. And to me, that is fair. That's how a true negotiation negotiation should be, right? I used to sell cars back in the day. I was a car, I was a, I was a car salesman, right? And somebody would come in. With your trade. And you guys, we've all been in this position where you went to purchase a vehicle and you have a trade, right? And you come in and you're like, here's what I want for my trade. I looked at the black book, looked at the blue book. Here's what I want for my, and this is what the value is out there. Same mileage, same year, blah, blah, blah. So the salesperson is like, okay, good. But here's what we have on our lot. And here's what's selling around our area. And that's not the price you're going to get. So we have to meet somewhere, right? So if you guys can't meet, guess what? He goes to another dealership and you wait for another, you know, you wait for another customer. So in this case with Brandon Bean, he's like, here's where I see the value. Here's what's going on in the AFC. Here's what's going on in the league right now. Here's what's affecting us right now. You want to get paid here? Or how about here? Because here's the reason. Oh, we have a deal. We're good. Let's get this game going. I'm hoping that's how it goes down. And I'm hoping someone doesn't undervalue someone because when you undervalue, and this is Brandon Bean saying this, when you undervalue someone, it's insulting. Oh, that's where you see me? No, we can't do that. So you you got to come, you got to give these players their respect. You have to give those players, these players their respect and say, okay, you're, you're a good player. Here's where I see you, but don't undervalue them because that's what's going to make, if 
Poyer is like, yo, I don't see you at $17 million. I'm sorry. I don't. I see you more in the 13. Are you willing to take 13? Or I see you more in the 15. I'll give him some respect. I'll say 15. And Poyer's like, yo, I want 16.9. I'm like, well, I see you around 15.5. So what are we going to do? Can we meet at 16 or 15.75? I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. I hope it gets done sooner than later. That's for damn sure. Sooner than later, that's how we want it. Jason Miller, what up, Jace? Jason says, yo, I agree. This is Poirier's last real chance at a contract. You damn right it is. This is his last real worthy chance where he's got all the, all the, all, everything is in his, to his advantage right now. Not to his advantage per se. That's not, that's probably not what I'm going to say. Everything is at his highest peak for him right now. Coming off a fantastic year. He's healthy. He didn't, he didn't injure himself at the end. So everything is in his, in his, in his favor. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Jason says he's worth a two-year extension. Saint signed Matthew at a fair guarantee. Poirier is worth at least that. We'll see. We shall see, man. So that I mean, I'm hoping that uh, Poirier doesn't doesn't you know I mean overdo it and say, yo, I want to I want to maximize and get the most out of this because don't forget, we got a lot of guys on this team that's getting paid. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to win this thing and you want to keep the band together, so I don't want to say you want to take a sacrifice because you don't want to sacrifice money out of your pocket, but you got to look at the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady, and I, I hate to use Tom Brady, but Tom Brady wasn't always looking to get the highest paid. You never hear his name as highest paid quarterback. And I mean, obviously he made his money elsewhere, but he was never about that because he said, yo, put that, the resources on my squad. I'll be good. I got endorsements and all that stuff, but not everybody's Tom Brady. You feel me? Not everybody's Tom Brady that can have endorsements and that are just making money off of just, opening their TikTok and you, boom, he's, he's got endorsements. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's one of the situations. So if we can get something done, we're Poirier, great. And guess what? Hyde is in the same somewhat position because they're both in the same age. So like, what do you do? You give Jordan Poirier a big deal. Guess what? Guess who's, guess who's coming around the corner next? Hyde. Hyde is going to be like, all right, my turn. <laughs> okay. So that's what you gave. Cause there's more, there's, there's a bigger story to this, right? Because whatever you give Poirier, right, Hyde is watching. So you ha- it's not just dealing with Poirier. You're dealing with his counterpart. You're dealing with his partner. That's like, all right, cool. I'm watching. How much you going to give him? Okay, cool. All right. Bet. Here's what I'm looking for. So Bean's looking at it two ways. If I pay you this, I know I got to pay this man this. So decisions are going to have to be made. Tough decisions are going to have to be made, but we'll see how that plays out for sure. Shout out to my man, Dilly Dilly. Dilly D says that he has a year left on his contract. Fulfill your prior contract like a man. Tired of these athletes putting their signatures on a contract and violating it and getting rewarded. Not how the world works. Well, Dilly Dilly Dale, the the rough part about the business is that you could have two or three years left on on your contract and the team cuts you. So what do you do then? They've seen it. Time and time and time again, where a player gets cut well before their time, and you're like, because it obviously didn't perform enough or well enough, so they cut them. So if a team can sit there and cut your ass at any moment's notice, this is where you have, this is where a player has the ability to to put some respect. You got to put some respect on this player's name because he's earned it. If you haven't earned it, then you don't have the you don't you haven't earned to sit at the table and talk to me. But Poirier has earned the right to sit at the table and talk about his contract. He's earned it. You can't tell me he hasn't earned it. 
So to, to tell him to just fulfill your contract and be done. Or I want to stay with the team. Let's talk about contract extension because I've earned that right. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but it, wor- it works both ways. When you've seen the way the business is and you see guys getting done dirty and cut, you're like, wow, you did that to that guy. Or a guy goes in, you says, goes on faith and says, you know what, I'm going to play out my year, my last year, my contract, and then boom, they get hurt. Now what? You know what I'm saying? You're done. You're done. That's the that's the hard part of the business. Hard part of the business. By the way, shout out to my man Ronald Covert. Covert, excuse me, says yo, good show as always. Thank you, hey Rico. Do you think the team as possible? Tra- uh, excuse me. Do you think the team is possible to trade somewhere down the road because of they don't want they they don't want the destruction? I think that's what you're trying to say. They don't want to destruct the destroy the team. And I, I think you're referring to Poyer. I'm trying to dissect what you just wrote there. Um, could a trade be possible? Trades are always possible. You always hear Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean's like, I'm always listening. My phone's always on. If you're calling me and it makes sense, then it's going to happen. So if somebody were to call for Jordan Poyer right now and says, hey, I'll give you X, Y, or Z, do you like this deal? I could totally see that happening. Because Brandon Bean says it. He's always listening. And if it's if it works out, it works out. You know what I'm saying? So that I mean, is it going to destroy the team? No. I think the nucleus of the team is too good for a trade a poyer to destroy the team. It's just next man up has to step up. Will it be the same? Could it be better? Who knows? But I have I have confidence in in uh, Demar Hamlin, man. You you saw his his film in college. So I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm really not. CR comes in and says, hey, Bean is playing the long game. He can't afford to play every, he can't afford to, to play or pay every player who has a strong year. It will hurt the team. That's the nature of the business, man. That's the nature of the business. If you play well, I mean, you deserve to have a chatter, but I mean, I may not have the funds. So decisions have to be made. Those are the tough decisions. We are in a, a tough, uh, we're in a good position because the, the base of our team is taken care of. And don't forget, you got Ed Oliver that's around the bend that's coming into his, you know what I mean? We picked up his fifth year. So we're going to have to make a decision on Ed Oliver. And I'm, I assume we're going to try to give him a long-term deal and keep him in Buffalo. Tremaine Edmonds, we picked up his fifth year option. Are we going to bring him back? Who knows? We may. It's going to cost. So like, we're going to have to put some resources elsewhere, right? But here's the thing. This defense isn't this defense without Hyde and Poyer. Hyde and Poyer button this defense up, if you will, right? You know what I'm saying? They're the ones that put it together. They're the cufflinks, the cufflinks of the shirt. That make the, just that, that just kind of, they put everything back together. You feel me? They are the nice, the nice Gucci slides. You know what I'm saying? They're like, you know what I mean? With a fit, like when, whenever you put on, the, you know what I mean? Your drip is nice. And that, you know what I mean? You put that last ball cap on to kind of put that thing over the top. That's Jordan Poyer. And that's Micah Hyde. They they really button this defense up. They allow our DBs to do what they do. They allow our pass rush to do what they do. Now, here's the flip side. They spent a lot of money on Von Miller. You don't think that if they didn't get Von Miller, of course I think they put money in Poirier. They're like, you know what? We didn't get the pass rush we want, but at least we, we can button up that back end. But because 
they put all that money into Von Miller, the pass rush is going to get there, well, should get there much sooner, which is which allows these DBs to pounce a little bit more. So I may not need to have two all-stars back there. I'll keep one, and I'll have an up-and-coming young player to jump in because we just put all the resources in the defensive line. They've been, it's not the first year they've done it. It's not the last, they've not, it's not the second time. This is, and it won't be the last time they do it. They will, Brandon Bean and McDermott value the pass rush. They value it. You've seen it the last few years. They put a lot of money in that line and they're going to continue to do it. And they did it again. Look at the depth on this team. So the value is in the trenches. So if you're going to put money somewhere, it's in the trenches, which they did. Tim Settle, Daquan Jones. Here comes Von Miller. Fifth-year option, Ed Oliver. Jordan Phillips. You feel me? Like, what, what more do you want? You, you mean you got the, the you got both rookies in there. So keep, keep that in mind, right? And, I mean, I can't, I can't stress it further than that. I mean, look at Shaq Lawson. We just we just brought Shaq Lawson right back to the squad. So, like, the resources are in the trenches. So, if I have to part ways or say I'm not paying you, I'm sorry. It is what it is. Then that's how I see things playing out. The value is in the trenches. Although they button things up, but guess what? Maybe all we were lacking was a closer, which allows a young guy to learn from Micah Hot. Demar Hamlin and Micah Hot might be a nice little combination. May not be as good, but that pass rush will be better than it was last year. We got we got we moved on from Jordan, we moved on from Jerry Hughes, moved on from Mario Addison. And in my opinion, we got better. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for sure. So that plays a big deal. That plays a big deal, man. Thomas, Thomas DeLaw says, yo, Rico, glad you were holding it down with me in the Twitter space today, man. Yo, Thomas, <laughs> yo, how did I do, man? Did I, did I hold my own? I, I don't know, because sometimes when you, when you kind of, you know what I mean, go on a tangent, you start doing some things and whatever. I mean, I hope I, I, hope I, I hope I held it down for, for BF and the Buffalo Fanatics and, and Bill's Mafia all together. Man, I appreciate you, Thomas. Appreciate you, bro. Um, so Dilly Dilly made a comment saying, hey, fulfill your contract. Scott Blakely says, I agree with you. Unfortunately, not in the NFL today. The NFL is different today. Let, let me tell you something about the NFL. The NFL is far different today because back in the day that you stayed with your team for a long time, hitting free agency back then was, it was boring because there wasn't much movement. You know what I'm saying? You signed your own guys and the contracts were not, weren't as big. And you know what I'm saying? Free agency was maybe a few splashes and that was it. The NFL today? Yo, there's something popping off every offseason. Every offseason. People have, it's just business is different. Marketing is different. I mean, it, it just changes the game. So, like, and these players have way more leverage these days, right? Social media game, and like, they, they, they talk, there's a, there's a whole new language. You know what I'm saying? And, and how these deals are being made and how these players prop themselves up, the things that they do in the offseason and so on and so forth, leaks that are happening. So, it's a different ballgame. So this whole play out your contract, no, I'm not. I know my worth. I'm not going to play out your contract. I know how this whole league works. You guys are going to squeeze every dime out of me. 
the, the perfect the perfect position to talk about that is the running back position. Y'all use the running back position heavy. Use and abuse me. Rub me up and down. Bang me up. All that good stuff. And then when I want to get my new deal, you're like, nah, nah, nah you banged up, son. You're out of here. All right, cool. Nowadays, yo, I'm going to make sure that I kill my first, my second, and third year. So now I'm ready for a new deal. Pay me. So now the team's are like, oh, shoot, he's still young, number one. He hasn't been banged up, and he's, a, he's been producing, and he's going into his prime years, right? 26, 27, that's where he has, you know what I mean? That's your, those are your prime years as an NFL player. Josh Allen is going into his prime year, 26? Yo, he's going to be, like you said, he's just getting into his prime. So these running backs, they, they're, they're learning the game early. They're learning the game early. Look at Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels is like, all right, I see what you guys use me. You guys use me heavily. Running back, receiver, returner. You know what I'm saying? Banging me up, all that good stuff. Now that I'm saying I want my, my deal. I mean, his is a, a unique situation because I don't think he wants to play for the 49ers. So we'll see how that plays out. But I don't know how that plays out with, with him. But for the most part, he wants money. Pay me. I just want to be paid with you guys. So I don't know what Debo Samuels situation is it's a it's an odd one but kind of give you an idea about fulfilling contracts well i mean the the, the running back position is the one that they disrespect the most the most you know what i'm saying so we'll see how that plays out j dub says yo he was the highest paid if you asked uh the money the pats paid his uh tb12 company to take care of him tb tom brady is a unique situation man because if you look at his average salary compared to like we need the top paid quarterbacks He's like he's up there, but he's not up there like all the others. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, he's uh, he's got other avenues that pay him just fine. You know what I mean? So I I get what you I get what you're saying there. Totally get what you're saying there. Uh, Dylan, this is your Roger Saffold didn't show up for uh, up no reason given. Daquan Jones wasn't there, no reason given. Knox has injury. Spencer Brown injury. It's OTAs. It's OTAs, and they're veterans. Roger Saffold veteran. Daquan Jones veteran. They know the game. They stay in shape. They know how it's, they know the game. They don't, they don't need to show up to these. Now, if you're a new guy coming to a new squad and you're a young player, totally different ballgame. But these guys are, I mean, Roger Saffold, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a vet. That's a savvy vet. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it is what it is. Yo, I knew Rico wasn't going to like that. <laughs> Dilly, you know me, man. You know me, son. You know how that goes. Um, I got a question coming in from my man, Namdi. He says, Eureka, who would you pay more, Poirier or Hyde? Ooh, that's a damn good question, man. That's a damn good question. Let me tell you this. I've, I've been on record saying that I'd pay Poirier before Hyde. I'd pay Poirier before Hyde because Poirier does, he brings a nasty. He brings a nasty. He brings something to this team that you need your safety to do. You need your safety to do. Now, is he without flaw? No. You know what I'm saying? Because when we have big tight ends, he's not as effective as I would like him to be. Right? He's just not. So, like, when you got a guy like Saran Neal, you can now bring him in because he bodies up a little better. You know what I'm saying? Against the bigger receivers or bigger tight ends. So, when we play teams like the Ravens, like I'm Mark Andrews, which is an absolute monster. It's difficult for Poirier to cover guys like that. So, like, 
do he does he have flaws? Absolutely. But then he just he brings the intangible to this team that makes this team this team. Now, when it comes to paying, that's how I thought about it before. But now that I'm looking at it bigger picture, it's it's that I'm looking at I'm looking at Hyde and what Hyde brings to this team and the glue that he is to this team. Maybe he's the one that he's the true one that buttons this thing up. So then I'm then I'm thinking to myself, what tandem would I rather see? Poyer Hamlin or Hamlin Hyde? I'm more into the Hamlin Hyde than Poyer. And there's no slight on Poyer. It's just that I think I would, I would, I'm I'm stuck on that. But I think I would like to see it's it's more about who pairing with who. And I think I, I see more range with Hyde. Then with Poirier, but Poirier brings that nasty man. Get in there in the dirt, and you can bring, you can put him on the line, and you can blitz him. And there's so much things you can do with him. But maybe you can do the same thing with Hamlin. Either the same player, no. But it's a it's a tough one. But if I if I were to rethink this, it's a really tough one. I'd like to keep them both. But if I had to like, hey, I gotta pay one, and one of you guys gotta go. Maybe I keep Hyde. Oh, that's a tough one, man. I really I I hate that. I hate that question. Number one, I hate that question. And that's why I'm not a GM. <laughs> that's why I'm not a GM. But if I had to make a decision, I think I'd, I most likely would probably keep Hyde, bring in Hamlin. Hamlin kind of gets his thing, learns a little bit more from from, from, from Poirier, excuse me, from Hyde, uh, and then and then go from there. But I hate that question, man. I hate that you asked me that. It's a tough one. I hate that. Um, Mafia Talk says, yo, this Poirier last chance to get that money. He took friendly deals for us for some time now, and he's in his prime. I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves for the bag. I hope not, because he's a vital piece. He is a vital piece. He certainly is not in his prime, right? He's a little older, but does he have more years left in his tank? 100%. He definitely does. He has at least two to three more years of, like, primo play. But it's going to cost. And do we want to pay is the real question. That's what it comes down to. Jason Miller comes in and says, hey, Super Chat, when it comes to contracts, once you guarantee, once your guarantee is done, you're cut material. Bean is smart, man. Minus Allen, most of his contracts are signing bonus and front-end loaded. Bean, Bean has, he puts his contracts together to get max, he gets your two years out of you, two to three years out of you, and then once you're at that point where I'm like, I'm good, oh yeah, he'll let you go. Or he'll let you walk and and give you the respect to go and latch on with another team. That's what he'll do. Um, but that's 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 what's got this front office one of the best in the game. That's what's got this front office one of the best in the game. It's just it's just what it, it's just what it goes down to. So that's what it comes down to, and that's what that and and it's it's a tough one. But this is the business that you chose, right? This is the business that you chose when you when you wanted to get into the NFL. It's a business. It's a kid's game, yes, but it's a multi-billion dollar business. So put your business hat on. When it's time to put your business hat on, put your business hat on. When it's time to get on the field, put your helmet on and go go buck. But when it's business, man, suit and tie and get get your get your numbers down right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's the way that's the way I look at it. So Here's another. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off this Poyer chatter because I love this Poyer chatter. I didn't realize I'm gonna I was gonna go in like that on Poyer, but it it is what it is. We're gonna get into 
Um, I'm glad DA on the beat. What up, DA? He says, Yo, Rico, if you keep hanging with Zbot, you're gonna become a Zbot. Much respect. You're gonna become Zbot. Much respect, both of them uh, from Miami, Florida. What up, fam? What up? What up? What up? Um, yeah, Zbot's my guy, man. Uh, Zbot's my guy. Speaking of Zbot, just this past this past weekend, somebody said, "Stop making what? Stop making me like you real." <laughs> so this past weekend, we were in. Uh, Zbot and I were in Buffalo, and uh, we had a we had a solid time, and we were able to be invited to the West Her Media Day. And shout out to West Her, they were pleasant, uh, they were accommodating, they took care of us, man, while we were over there. So shout out to uh, a fantastic group of people, a fantastic um, team, y'all y'all were were great. And we were able to go out there and, and kind of represent for, for Bills Mafia, represent for Buffalo Fanatics, and, and get out there and, and do what we do. And I will say this, man. It was a good time. My man Evan was there. My man Zeba was there. We set up. We had Devin Singletary. We had a bomb interview with Devin Singletary. Um, I mean, I just I didn't, I woke up not too long ago, so I haven't really checked all my socials. I don't know if we've, we posted it just yet. But there's a bomb. A bomb I, yo, Dilly Dale. I see you, dude. Rika and Zibot had a night at a five-star Arby's. <laughs> five-star Arby's. We're going to talk about that Arby's in just a second. But uh, we had a good time, man. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this, man. There's, there's a video coming out uh, shortly um, of Stunt Double. And if you guys are not sure what I'm talking about. So we were at the... We were at the... Uh, we were at the... We were at the event. And... We're setting up. We're doing our other stuff. And then we see, like, Josh Allen walks by. Let me pause that. When Josh Allen, woke, when he walked by, I, I completely understand DBs, smaller linebackers, safeties have a hard time tackling Josh Allen. I get it. When he's in front of you, he's imposing. He's a big fella. When I tell you, man, he's 6'5", 240. First of all, he don't look, he don't even look 240, number one. But 240, fam, I understand when DBs are kind of like, let me close my eyes and try to tackle, and he hurdles your ass. It's it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game, man. So shout out to, to Josh Allen, number one. Number two, we're setting up and we see Josh Allen walk out. He's got his blue West Her 17 jersey and a shirt, and he walks out. And we, we go about our business. And then we see a quick glance of somebody else walk out with a ball cap. We're like, whoa, he changed real quick. And then we see two, two players on, on the field. We're like, what's happening? And we're like, oh, there's Josh Allen. But he didn't have a hat on before. What the, what the heck? What's going on? So we're like, watch him have a stunt double. That would be hilarious. Sure enough, stunt double. No kid, no lie. Josh Allen in that media day had a stunt double. And y'all got to just wait for the video because we interviewed the stunt double himself. His name is Aaron. Uh, he's from the Buffalo area. So uh, shout out to Aaron if he's watching this. But like we actually got a, you know, I mean, a two or three minute video. Um, uh, Z-Bot and I just interview him and ask him and chopping him questions. Like, how did he become Josh Allen's stunt double? The video is going to be, it's going to be super chill. Wait till you guys see it. You guys will love it. You guys will absolutely love it. So um, so we had that footage there. We had an 
absolute great interview with Devin Singletary. I asked Devin Singletary what cheat, cheat meal he has. My man said steak. Steak is a cheat meal. But he goes into depth into that. So wait till that video comes out. You guys will love it. Uh, give that thing a thumbs up and smash that like when it comes out and go from there. So last year, Zbot and my man Clay had an opportunity to sit down with Josh Allen and he sat at the table. And right when he was getting ready to sit and get the interview, they pulled him. You're out of here. So we go to the media day and we're told, hey, fellas, remember what happened last year? It's not going to happen this year. Josh is coming. You guys are going to have your interview with Josh. It's going to be great. We're like, sweet. Awesome. Exactly what we wanted, right? Day goes on. Let me tell you, man, this man was pulled left, right, center. When And, and these guys shoot a, a day's worth of commercials in one day. So Josh is pulled left, right, center. So we're like, man, this is going to be tough. We're going to have to try to get him out there. So things are rolling. They're bringing guys into us. It's rolling pretty smooth. And then right when it's time for us to you know, we get Josh Allen to come in and do, do a business, he's like, fellas, I got to go. I got to go. Now, prior to that, Evan was on the field and he was doing his thing and, and he got a snippet, just a snippet with Josh. So that was pretty dope as well. So we did what we were supposed to do, but we didn't get to sit down that we wanted. But the grind is still real. The opportunity was great. And we still got some great footage for you guys. So if you guys haven't been able to see and catch footage from us, all things are going to be broken down. Reed Ferguson, we got a great interview with Reed Ferguson. That's going to be coming out. We got a great interview with Bitcoin Barkley. That boy is a character. He is a character, man, and he knows his role on the squad. The one question that we asked a lot of people while we were interviewing was, what are your thoughts on new offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey? And you're, we were we we're blown away by, by what people were saying about Ken Dorsey. And what we got from that was, don't sleep on Ken Dorsey and his ability to get fired up and all that stuff because they're like, you think he's like a nice guy? Because I thought, oh, he's just a nice guy. He's going to be, he's like, nice guy. But when he wants to get busy, he gets busy. So when I heard that, that tells me everybody on that team is all in on Ken Dorsey. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of offense this is going to, this, that Ken Dorsey is going to roll out for us. Uh, but I can tell you right now, it's not going to be some slouch of an offense. It's going to, it's going to be, it's going to have some, some big time nuances of, of, of last offense that we had with Brian Dable, but it's going to be some tweaks. And I think there are going to be some good, good tweaks. So I'm looking forward to it and everybody's on board. So that's huge. That is huge, man. Um, <laughs> Wario says, yo, Rico, remember I've made that comment at Arby's video. I know, I know, man, that Arby's video. I'm going I'm to get into that in just a moment. Uh, Rico, I've been watching you for a while. This is coming from my man, Audrey. Uh, Andre, excuse me, Rico. I've been watching you for a while, and I've been a Bills fans all my a Bills fan all my life. Here's the thing: my wife's cousin was picked up by KC. I told you about him, Vitali German of Toledo. If you had to make a decision, what would you do? Hold on a second. Let me read that again. Here's the thing: my wife's cousin was picked up by KC. I told you about him, Vitali German from Toledo. If you had to make a decision, what would you do? Um, a decision on what bringing him to the bills or trying to get him from the bills. I think that's what your question is. Uh, Andrew, Andrew, excuse me, Andre. Um, I got to look up this Vitali. I, I remember you mentioning Vitali. I remember the name German or German Vitali, Vitali German. So, um, I will tell you this. I know that, uh, our guy, um, 
Reggie Gilliam would know all about Vitaly German or German, I think his name is. So I'll ask Reggie Gill- Reggie Gilliam about him, and then we go from there. So I'm gonna have to start following Reggie Gill- uh, Vitaly German, German from Toledo. So I'm glad you brought that up because I'm just gonna have to remember and look him up and see how that plays out. Uh, Namdi says, "Yo, Rico, I agree with your analysis on Poyer and Hyde. Yo, you put me in a damn position, man. I did not, <laughs> I did not want to answer that, Namdi, and you got me in a damn position. But it is, it is what it is, man. Um, but this Ken Dorsey." Offense is going to be something to watch. It's going to be something to watch, and I'm looking very much forward um, to seeing how this plays out. So let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Rico, what's up, my brother? My wife and I went to an Arby's today, and I thought about you and Zbot. Listen, <laughs> let's get into this Arby's talk, man. Let's get into this Arby's talk. We had to end the day by going to Arby's. First and foremost, I went to, um, I went to Bar Bill. Bar Bill? Am I saying that right? The Bill Bar. The Bar Bill. I think, is that right? Is that that? Where's that wing spot? I hope I'm not screwing this up, fellas. <laughs> I, th- I went to Bar Bill. They brought me to Bar Bill, um, and they said, there's two Bar Bills in Buffalo. There's one, you have to say North, and there's another one. And uh, he said, I started the four-year situation. Nah, man, that's good content. That's good content, baby. Wario, you did it, baby. <laughs> so, um, we went to bar. Am I saying this right, guys? The 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 wing spot, um, that's in the north. Apparently, there's there's a bill bar, bar bill in north, and that's the one that is like the best one. Like, don't go to the other one, but the one in the north is great. All is good. And so, yo, John DeFazio says, yo, you gotta go Duff's for wings. I'm told that Duff's is cool, but it's not it's not anywhere near bar bill. So, I could be wrong. I don't know Buffalo like that, so we'll see. So, went to Bar Bill and I got this honey butter, honey butter Cajun wings, and uh, these shits were fire. Number one, all right. And I got I me, mean, I like I like hot. I, I like hot. You mean when you're Caribbean, anything spicy is legit for you. So I got the hot sauce. But here's the big thing. I said, bring me the blue cheese, because I need to know what the hype is about blue cheese. What is the hype? You feel me? I needed to know what the hype was. And I said, also, bring me the ranch, right? Because I need to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm fair and, and I know exactly what I can kind of get both and give you guys the goods and how this went down. Thank you very much. It's Bar Bills. Thank you, Alan uh, Dowser. Bar Bills. Sherelle says, yo, Duff's is awesome, too. Well, next time I go to Buffalo, I'm going to Duff's, and then we'll see how it goes out. So <laughs> my man Ronald Brooklyn says, yo, we are in the area earlier this week. Stop that Arby's in Batavia. They managed to burn the crispy fries. No! <laughs> they burnt the crispy fries? Fam, how are you going to burn the fries, man? It's oil, man. It's timed. It's a timer. Dump the damn fries in the oil. Beep, 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 beep. Pop that thing up. It should not be burnt. Shame on them. But I'm going to get into my Arby's talk in just a moment. But I got to get this wing spot out right now, right? So they brought the blue cheese. They brought the, they brought the ranch, and I sat it right down. The lady looked at me kind of weird when I said, bring me the ranch. She's like, you want the what? I was like, just, just bring me the ranch. I need to. Zeba was looking like, why would you do that? Why? I, I'm so embarrassed, right? Evan's like, okay, whatever. I brought both of them out. Let me tell you something, man. That blue cheese... 
that blue cheese hits different. I'm not going to cap. I ain't going to lie. Blue cheese hits different. I dumped my shit in there. Uh, bit into that. And I was like, okay, I get it. I absolutely get it. Now, I will say this, though. It's very flavorful. But it takes away from the flavor of your wing. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able to taste your wing, not blue, you know, blue cheese. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, cool. I went for another dip and I was like, but yo, this shit is the bomb. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I said, like, you know what? Bring me the ranch. I tried the ranch. The ranch is good too. But if I had to pick between the two, I gotta keep it a buck. I gotta keep it real. The blue cheese was was the winner. The blue cheese was the winner. Now, I'm I'm telling I'm taking. People are telling me that blue cheese isn't the same everywhere. Blue cheese is not the same everywhere. You can go, I don't know, Texas, and the blue cheese ain't going to be the same, right? But Buffalo has the best blue cheese. Now, I I have no idea how true that is. I have no true, I have no idea how true that is, but blue cheese, I ain't going to cap. That blue cheese hit. That, that blue cheese hit. I'm not going to lie. Hey, I was actually quite impressed. I was actually pretty impressed. I've been making fun of y'all people for eating blue cheese, but she, she, I was with, I was in it. I was all up in that, man. I was like, yo, give me another. I was dipping my shit up in there. Good stuff, blue cheese. Now, ranch, I still got respect for ranch. I'm not gonna lie. I still got respect for it. Now, here's the thing. We end the day, we cap the day by going to Arby's. And that's how you should end the day. And if Arby's was close enough to where I live here, it's an hour and a half away. I'm not doing that. But if it was close enough to here and every Bill's victory, I would bring my equipment, set it up in Arby's and do my live show from Arby's after each win. Bring me that Wagyu steak burger on my plate. Bring me them curly fries on my plate and let's go. Now, I will say this, though. Them chicken nuggets that they got that they call chicken wings or whatever they want to call those those uh, those boneless wings, if you will. Ugh. No. No, sir. No, ma'am. No. Just no. We had a bite each. Zbot and I had a bite each, and we didn't finish the rest. It, I mean, listen, I don't like wasting food, but I just couldn't continue. And they were brick cold. Fam, you're going to bring me some wings. You got to bring that shit hot. I'm sorry, but golly, still a damn good, still, a, I enjoyed my burger. I enjoyed my burger. That shit was, that shit was legit. Y'all better stop sleeping on Arby's, man. <laughs> Don't sleep on Arby's. Y'all have an opportunity to go to Arby's. Y'all better go. Go up to, go get your Arby's. And if Zbot and I are inspiring you guys to go and have a meal at Arby's, go ahead and do it. Here's the crazy part. Zbot and I are leaving Arby's, right? And the crazy thing is Arby's is sitting right in between. I don't even know where we were. Hampton? We were in Hampton? Hamburg? I don't know where we were. Something with an H, right? We were near that St. Francis High School. So right right in between, you know what I'm saying? The Arby's is situated right between McDonald's and a Wendy's. No joke. I think it was a McDonald's and a Wendy's. Fam. The Arby's drive-thru was packed. It was packed. I look, o- I look over at McDonald's to see what's going on at McDonald's. Crickets. 
I look over at Wendy's, couple cars in Wendy's. Arby's was wrapped around the corner. I said, what? And I'm not even lying. Ask Ziba. Ziba will tell you. We were like, what in the F is going on? Well, there you have it. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, yeah, I think it was Hamburg. Am I right? Rico, I live in Hamburg. Arby's all the time there. All time. There you go. He says, go Jets. Oh, you're a Jets fan. What's up, real? What's happening? Um, but, yeah, man, Arby's. Shit. I can't believe I'm talking about Arby's right now. I cannot believe I'm talking about Arby's. I never thought the words Arby's would ever come out of my mouth. Here I am talking about Arby's. Shit. <laughs> Bada Bing says, yo, Arby's for the win. Buffalo blue cheese for the win. Let's go. Listen. And Bob, I'll say, I was going to say Bobby. Zeba had that roast. Yeah, so I can't call it a roast beef sandwich. He had the Reuben sandwich. He had that Reuben sandwich, and he killed that Reuben sandwich. That cheddar, they call that the, <laughs> the cheddar beef. Or the cheddar... <laughs> The cheddar beef, man, he killed that. So, listen, Arby's. Not bad. Your curly fries were dope. I'm not going to lie. I didn't have your jalapeno. You know what I'm saying? What is, what is it? Your cheese? Your, your, I didn't have that. I didn't, I didn't really explore the whole menu. So, I'm going to have to kind of explore the whole menu and go from there. So, next up, when I go to, when I go to Buffalo, I got I to gotta hit up pizza spots. That's the next thing. I got to see where the best pizza is at, and then we're going to do that. And go from there. <laughs> Pierre's like, yo, we need that Arby's sponsor. Well, shit. I might have to hit up Arby's. But, yo, y'all want me to talk about your Arby's? Y'all know what to do. I will talk it up. <laughs> talk about the Arby's. I will bring myself some Arby's and eat on the show. And get going. But that Wagyu steak burger, I got the last one. They ran out. That's how fire was shit. That shit was, they ran out. I'm going to leave it at that. I digress. I digress. But anyway. <laughs> I'm going to keep it there. So keep on a lookout. Keep on a, keep a lookout for content coming. Um, we're going to, um, we're going to be setting you guys up with the Devin Singletary interview. We're going to be setting you guys up with the Bitcoin Barkley interview. We're going to be setting you guys up uh, with the Reed Ferguson. Reed Ferguson, we could have talked to that guy forever. That boy was legit. The Reed Ferguson was legit. Um, and uh, so many nuggets that I would love to, give to you guys but we're gonna spread that out we can't just give you all at once so um but much love much love to everybody in the chat i mean i i was looking at i look at all the comments by the way by the way i need you guys to know every comment that you guys make in in the, our bf chat in our in our in our in our bf comment section afterwards i read if it's not me reading it it's pierre if it's not pierre it's zbot we are always looking in the chat and we're always there. And I asked a question last week. How long have you guys been effing with the Buffalo fanatics? And I had some really great responses, man. I just started following you guys. I don't know how I didn't find you guys or I've been following you guys for six years since you guys were on Facebook. I've been following you guys for four years. I've been following you for three. It was really refreshing to see that. Honestly, um, it was uh, it was actually nice because like. You put so much work, you put so much time into this, and it's it's always nice to hear back from people that have been watching and really messing with us, right? Because there's so much content creation around surrounding the bills where you can go anywhere you want to. You can go to you can go to there. You can go to Cover One. You can go to uh, you can go to Buffalo Rumblings. You can go to BIB. You can go to freaking you name it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can go anywhere, but you guys choose to be here. Um, and, uh, and, and messing with us, man. So we appreciate it, man. 
the support you guys continue to do and and show us is great even with merchandise uh i saw i've seen people like post they, they send me pictures of like yo i got my sweater i got my this okay yo it's it's overwhelmingly uh overwhelmingly overwhelmingly uh really nice i'm gonna just keep it at that man i'll just i'll say it's really nice so i pre we appreciate it at bf and we got more coming to you we got more in store um and uh it's happening it's going there even my man pierre kingpin comes in and says hey salute to everyone man for real man because a lot of you guys we kept y'all going during the covid years and we're still kind of in it but we're out of it um and uh, we'll go we're, we're there man we're there man so um but that's it i i wanted to just come on and, and do a live show and kind of give you guys an update as to how our our time went over there uh if you guys haven't checked the footage it's all on youtube right now so go check the footage of our of our time um in uh in buffalo at wester and we look to do more of these events so uh and next time if i tell y'all pull up if i tell you guys to pull up and come see me stop being like that just come through come through we're gonna dap it up we're gonna hang out we're gonna chop it up we'll have a good old time you feel me and then we can go from there folks so um and that's that's my time on on this football chat and we'll be able to do this again next week um it'll be fun man uh i can't leave i can't leave uh this show without without acknowledging i i can't i cannot leave this show without acknowledging what took place in texas we are not even over i'm not even gonna say we're just getting we're not we're not even over what happened in buffalo we're not we're not we're still reeling from what happened in buffalo but i cannot i'm i'm sitting here with a father with, with four kids. I got four. I got a 19-year-old that's in university right now. That's my baby. Most people are like, what? You got a 19-year-old? That's crazy. Yeah. Black don't crack. But I had her young. I was I was, I was, I was in these streets young. Not really. I wasn't. <laughs> but I got a 19-year-old. That's my baby. I got a 10-year-old daughter. I got an eight-year-old that's going to be nine soon. I got a six-month-old son. I cannot imagine me sending my kids to school and i have a deranged individual sick individual that goes in and does that to kids i cannot imagine and the carnage that is left behind the current is carnage families are ruined it's i mean i know this is a football platform but damn it i got my platform and i'm gonna speak on that man make sure i mean i don't even know what to even say but i'm gonna say this man that that hit me to the core that hit me to the core i'm not i'm not you know, I mean soft by any means but yo when you see another grown man tearing up and can't get the words out of his mouth to explain what's happening about his daughter or his son you have a teacher that passed and the and a father that was so heartbroken that he dies of a heart attack leaving four children behind the carnage it's it's incredibly sad man so the only thing i can i can say and i always say this every time i end my show you guys already hear me i say this all the time show love be the difference be kind you know what i'm saying like the, it could be some individuals that problematic but you are nice to that person maybe it changes things who knows man but like i'll tell you man being kind and showing love conquers everything else, man. I'm not trying to get all soft and philosophical and all that good stuff, but man, I'm, yo, aren't we tired of this shit? Are we not tired of it, man? Like, yo, this shit has got to change. I cannot 
sit here and understand how and I listen and I got to say this. I'm, I don't care. I got to say this. To be able to go out and purchase whatever the hell you want to purchase. Cool. At 18, but you can't rent a car. Past 21. Hotel. Forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Strip club. Can't do that. Buy liquor. No way. You got to be of age, but you can go and buy something at 18. Fam. No background check. Like you can just do that. Like this shit is crazy to me. Anyway, be good to one another, man. Be good to one another. Uh, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And uh, man, hug your kids, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Hug your kids, love them, all that good stuff, man. Because I, I could not imagine. So that being said, folks, this has none. There's no political nonsense, man. This is just love, man. Just show love. That's it. Period. Point blank. And then we'll call it that. So that's it for me. I appreciate y'all. You guys know I do. I've always have. I always show love to you guys whenever you come through and show love to the BF. And I'm, I'm going to always show it back to you guys. So uh, that's my time. And let me just get my, I need to cue my music up. Cause you know what I mean? I need to, I need to end on a solid note. Got to, let me open my phone up here real quick. If it's going to let me, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get out of here. So be, be on, be sure to look out for everything. Oh, we got a super chat coming in. Let me, let me jump in on that super chat real quick. This is coming in from a man, a uh, Polish tube. Uh, he goes out. You got to spend more time in Buffalo, man. I grew up in NYC and went to Buffalo for college, and I loved every minute of it. Also, Elmo is where it's at. Favorite wing place? Oh, Elmo? Elmo's. All right. I'm going to check that out, baby. Um, also, Preach Rico, least we can do is show love to one another. That's it, man. Show love and have wings at Elmo's. Simple as that, man. As simple as that. So uh, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it pushing, and we're going to keep it moving. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, and uh, we try to bring you everything. And this, in this, what I'm trying to evolve the show into is to kind of give you everything, things, uh, bits, majority builds football, but venture off into a whole bunch of other things too, right? I mean, it's fun. We're all adults. We all venture off into all our own things, but we're going to keep it at that. So folks, that's it for me. Let me, let me see what we're going to play. I need to, I need to give, I need to keep me, uh, I need something that's going to keep me smooth, keep me smooth and, and uh, to the point. Let me see. What do we got? You know what? Let me give you this one. So, folks, that's it for me, folks. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I think this is a long weekend for your Americans. It was a long weekend for us last week. So enjoy your long weekend. Um, be safe. You know what I'm saying? And uh, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. And until next time. It's your boy, and I'm gone. Let me turn this up real quick. Smooth, boy. I like that. All right, folks. Have yourself a good one, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Let's go. So if it feels good to you, so if it feels good to you, well, if it feels good to you, if it feels good to you, let it ride. I never drive though. Sold out shows, I brought the cryo. Held my fleet forever, fly go. 
Deep like Scott, we bump the high low. Fire, but I had our ass to catch a vibe. Go find that piece I need. Piece of the pie, so you know I had to love what you said in this order up. The ass fat, I needed two plates. I'm in the cut. I've been playing all your favorite songs. I think it's something in the air that found us lost. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.